Hello everybody and welcome to the Sold Out for Jesus podcast. Today we're talking about spiritual warfare. That's right guys, warfare because we are in warfare and um, I'm just going to be talking a little about it based upon what the Bible says and um, this is a very important topic I believe for every believer especially one that's beginning to grow in knowledge of who they are beginning to understand their authority as a Christian because no truth is as false as the truth of a believer understanding their authority in Christ you know the devil you know the Bible calls him the prince of the power of the earth and so every time a believer is understanding or attempting to understand really who they are in Christ the devil fights it so much because once you understand your authority as a Christian, you're able to interfere with all of his evil schemes, you know, before they're actually orchestrated. And this basically um, erodes his plans, you know, over nations, over the lives of individuals, over families and the likes. And so it's very important that in that day, because what's going to happen is that it's going to seem like all hell has been loosed on you. You know, he's going to use every weapon that he has available to attack you. He's going to try to attack your spirit, but because your spirit is one with God, he can't get to your spirit. So where he goes to now is your mind. And so we'll be looking at a couple verses just to understand what the Bible says about this. And then we can now understand what we are to do practically as Christians in order to maintain this victory that Jesus Christ has given to us via the cross and the resurrection. So the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 from verses 3 to 5, For though we walk in the flesh, yes, we have an earthly garment, right? We are still in our bodies on earth. We do not war after the flesh. Like we do not war in the manner that people of the flesh war. We do not fight physically, you know. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are not physical. They are not um, sensual. They are not things that you can really grasp. But... They are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So as in God's power is available in these weapons and they are able to pull down strongholds. We're in warfare and then talks about what we are against, what the weapon goes against. And it says the weapon goes against strongholds. So what are strongholds? Let's see what the Bible says. It says casting down imaginations. Okay, so we are pulling down strongholds, casting down imaginations. And every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Alright, so this is it. We are fighting everything that exalted itself, that takes itself above the knowledge of God. Everything that prevents you from knowing God deeper is a weapon of the enemy. And so it must not only be fought, but it must be destroyed and brought down so that your intimacy, your growth and relationship with God can continue to thrive and continue to get deeper and flourish. So we're fighting everything that exalts itself above the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity. Okay, this is what we're also doing in the place of warfare. Every thought. So a thought can be a weapon of the enemy. Because if you are going after certain thoughts now, it means that the enemy can weaponize thoughts, you see. So it says every thought to the obedience of Christ. So now we've understood the strategies of the devil now. We see that indeed the warfare is in the mind, right? Just based upon what we are going against. And before we go on to the next verse that I have, you know, it's important to understand that every time you are attempting or you are putting the word to work, there will be opposition 
there will be resistance um okay so the bible says if the spirit of him that raised christ from the dead lives in you that same spirit that same power would give life to your mortal body right and so you're like okay because god's spirit lives inside of me i'm not meant to be sick okay you take that truth once you take that truth and you begin to apply it you know the first time maybe you feel like a symptom you feel like headache or something and then you're like i rebuke that pain in my head because the life of god is in me i should not be sick and i would not be sick i rebuke that pain get out and never return in jesus name the pain would not necessarily disappear immediately you, in fact the pain the intensity might even increase and you're like what's happening right what is happening is that you're facing opposition the devil wouldn't just allow you to walk in your inheritance just like that he would try to test you do you really know what you're talking about do you really believe what you've heard and so the pain wouldn't necessarily go immediately right you have to say i believe what god has said and so my experiences i would call them false because what god has said is true you know let god be true and every man be alive and so i would negate my experiences to basically stand on god's word no matter what i necessarily sense until you get to that point right you may be affected by some of these um, tools and vices of the enemy he could try to attack your finances your family you know your mental health in so many different ways but you must stand on god's word what has god said about my health what has he said about my mind the bible says let this mind be in you which was in christ you must declare have the mind of christ i do not have the spirit of fear but of power of love and of a sound mind he tries to make your experiences counter what god says about you so he's in standing on god's word that you actually win so the next verse is ephesians chapter 6 from verses 10 to 18. it says for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places therefore take up the whole armor of god that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand so just going from those two verses you can just notice that there are certain groups of spiritual forces that we are up against right it makes it clear that our battle is not against the physical men it's not against flesh and blood you know sometimes men could be used by the devil but that's not who we're fighting against so all these prayers of my enemy and all of that i don't know that's not really what the bible says you know the bible says our battle is not against flesh and blood it's the spirit influencing that person that we fight against right it says principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places so these are different classes categories of demonic entities right they are um spiritual powers in different levels and these are entities that control from cities they control um, territories they control continents they control regions and control like certain systems of the world right they are there in like certain professions business areas and the like so they are various entities and we can understand this from the book of daniel if you recall right daniel started praying he started fasting and after a while the angel of the lord appeared to him and began to explain to him that look since the first time you set your hearts to pray to god god heard your prayers and he answered your prayers i was coming with your answer but i was attacked by the prince of persia but the king of persia detained him and obviously this is an angel he's not talking about the literal king or prince of persia he's talking about spiritual entities that were dominating the spiritual realm of persia so these entities were the 
powers behind the physical realities in Persia. And so he was saying that these entities detained him, they held him back. God had to send angel Michael, which is the chief archangel, right, to go and um, help him in the battle. So until angel Michael came, he was a prisoner of the king of Persia. And so when angel Michael came, he was released and then he was able to then come and tell um, Daniel about what was happening, right? And he told Daniel that from there, like leaving now, I'm going back to continue the battle. And when the prince of Persia has been overturned, then the prince of Grisha would now take territory, like you take charge of that territory. We begin to see that, look, this world is really spiritual. These are entities, right, that actually control the spiritual realm. And just as you know the angel said right a few years later right within that time frame alexander the great came and overtook the persian empire and then the grecian empire basically came to prominence and so we understand that because there was a switch in the spiritual realm there was also a manifested switch in the physical realm there are actually things going on behind the scenes and this is what the bible is telling us it's opening up our eyes to see that it's not just what you're seeing it's the things behind what you're seeing right it's talking about different realms different forces of darkness that are responsible for all the evil so this is who we're up against and it tells us because we're in christ right we are not unprotected we have certain um certain garments that can shield us from these evil forces and then just reading on we'll be able to see what they are and just before i go on there's something i'd like to clear you know i'd like to point out as well in, in verse 13 it says therefore take up the whole armor of god that he may be able to withstand in the evil day and haven't done all to stand if you just pay close attention you notice the kind of fights that we're in it says to withstand who withstands right the one that is already in victory the one that is being attacked is the one that withstands so if you are withstanding it means that there's an attack against you and then the goal of this army is not to take territory take possession it says to stand why is the goal to stand because christ has already given us the victory we have everything in christ so the goal is to remain standing in your place in christ these evil forces are up against you for you to lose your faith for you to disbelieve what god has said concerning you for you to believe a false narrative lying vanities but the bible says if you have certain weapons you are able to not just withstand in the evil day after everything after the devil has thrown everything that he knows to throw against you you remain standing because you've been equipped in the things of god so verse 14 it says stand therefore having guarded your waist with truths having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having showed your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all taking the shield of faith with which you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all saints praise god so i would just like us to look at these weapons quickly just you know quickly break them down to really understand what god is saying so the first one he talks about girding your loins with truth right and so we understand that this is like the belt something holding your waist and holding certain parts of your garment so if you think about what your belt does for your clothes it holds up your trousers and it keeps your shirt like a guy or a girl if your if your, if your shirt is tucked in or whatever it basically supports them so it prevents your trousers from falling your shirt from flying basically 
and so it's like holding certain parts of your garments together and so truth what is truth jesus said in his word he said your word O lord is truth god's word is truth okay and so truth is like what keeps together the garment the full armor is the is like the centerpiece of the armor and so every other armor now is founded on god's word okay and then he talks about the breastplate of righteousness there are two things you need to understand jesus has made righteousness unto us um, he who had no sin became sin that we may become the righteousness of god in him so you must have the understanding that indeed christ is my righteousness and put him on right literally walk in that confidence and that assurance that jesus is your righteousness number two is vital righteousness because if you've been called righteous if you are righteous then you'd produce fruits fit for righteousness right you can't just say you're righteous and then you keep on living in sin um that doesn't work perfectly and so the enemy would be able to actually manipulate you and do certain things that he shouldn't be able to do okay and the next thing talks about the gospel of peace you must go about preaching god's word you must literally talk to people about god and make sure god's word is being proclaimed from your lips this is a weapon and then the next thing it says your shield of faith well shield of faith is not necessarily saying there's a shield called faith it's telling you that your belief in god's word right standing on the finished work of god right is literally a shield for you you know um the devil wants wants to bring doubts to your mind about certain things about your finances about your health about your family life about your children and so much you know but you must say this is not what god has said about me this is not what god has said concerning my finances or my kids or whatever the case may be so you stand on that and that is literally a shield from the attacks of the enemy and then the next thing is the helmet of salvation so the helmet of salvation is literally standing on the fact that you have the life of god in you you are a son of god and you have been saved from dead works so standing on that truth it keeps you from turning away from god's word and then finally it says the sword of the spirit which is the word of god so this is our only offensive weapon if you realize like if you just pay close attention you realize that every other weapon there is a defensive weapon as i get in deeper in the word of god you begin to know that okay there are certain situations where i have to use a certain scripture to basically walk in victory in that situation you're dealing with certain things okay your finances are being attacked what scripture do you use you must begin to say okay i am a seed of abraham i am blessed in all that i do whatever i touch i prosper i'm like a tree planted by the rivers of waters i bring forth fruit in the season you must begin to speak those words i lay up gold as dust as you're saying this now what's happening is like a skilled fighter now you're now using your sword which is the word of god to begin to arrange things align things cut off the wrong stuff and streamline your destiny streamline your finances make it align with what god has said and this is how you win in the battle and then finally he said praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit now this is why praying in the spirit is important you know when you're praying in the spirit it's important that you have something that you're actually trying to achieve in the realm of the spirit and have that thought in your mind of what you're trying to fix and what the goal you know is what you want to see just fix your mind on that and begin to speak with your mind fixed on that thing even if you don't have anything fix your mind on god's word as you're praying now the spirit will begin to act upon those certain things that you have fixed your mind and you will be so surprised how effective your results become 
praying always in the spirit with all prayer and supplication supplication as well you begin to ask god for certain things you know for the saints and all of that it says being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints so that's why it's important to always pray for christians your brethren all over the world because they're facing diverse persecutions for their faith in jesus so we must continuously remember them in our prayers pray that they are all protected ministers of god and all of that because this is a weapon and so if you stand on this truth you begin to apply them you would see that the devil has nothing to do on you in fact you fully understand the reality that he's a defeated foe he becomes he's no longer a factor he is no longer a factor and that's just the truth you just only need to realize it and stand on god's word and trust me there's no way the devil can defeat you because the bible has told us so the greater one lives inside of you and that's our assurance of victory praise god so just before i um wrap it up i'm just going to say one thing although we have authority over forces of darkness we do not have authority over the spirits of men the person has to surrender their will to god okay and that is why we need to know that we can't enchant people god doesn't force himself on people he may be he may begin to show you certain truths but you have to accept the truth before he can actually walk you know for you and so i hope you have learned something today trust me I learned this um, and it has been so powerful in my life. I engage these truths and I actually see a lot of results day by day. Just try God's word, dare to believe God's word, put it to practice and you come back with a testimony, certainly. So that's the podcast for today. I hope you are blessed. I hope you've received some new information that changes your life. And until we meet again, have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful weekend as the case may be. And remember to follow on Instagram at soldafortjesuspod and um, send me an email at soldafortjesuspod at gmail.com if you have any suggestions or questions. Do have a wonderful time in the presence of God. And God bless you.